Fashion Lab Africa. Real conversations, real fashion. Welcome to the Fashion Lab. Aloha, salam. This is the show that dissects the business behind fashion since 2014. My name is Lizzo Gumba Rainsford, your host and producer. And thank you for tuning in once again. Now, I know that we've been quiet for a while since the pandemic crisis, COVID-19, hit the world shortly followed by COVID-1619. However, I just want to send my positive vibrasal with all of you who are feeling low and confused about the new world, perhaps the uncertainty that it might bring. And um, before getting into deep, I also just want to share my love with everyone who is affected by the virus. Um, those who have lost their loved ones, um, those who are still in treatment, those um, who are still on support and generally to the healthcare system for just being brave and strong and being there, you know? Um, if you have nothing that is so important to do outdoors, guys, I want to encourage you to stay in. Um, everyone's acting and operating like the COVID-19 is over, but it's not over yet. So please take this with seriousness and treat it with the seriousness that it actually deserves. I mean, stay home, put on your masks, do the right thing. The virus is still here. It's not over now. If we don't take it serious, we will probably be seeing what we don't want to see. So please, let's stay focused on that. Um, we are, um, if you're tuned in for the first time, uh, you are welcome to stay tuned to catch up with our wine style guide where we touch base around everything wine and fashion, which go hand in hand. And lastly, just a quick reminder for you to look out for my favorite segment at the end of the show called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? So feel free to share with us your thoughts, your who's, your why's. Keep your tweets coming. We're on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. We're on Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram and Facebook. And we definitely want to hear from you. Now, today I would like to reset the frequency on fashion. And we're doing this on Fashion Lab through our fashion radio platform through sharing an exclusive conversation with none other than our fashion contributors uh, who has gone through the storm, come back better and stronger. She's one of the earliest affected COVID-19 cases in March. And today here we are to celebrate her comeback, talk to her about this phase of her life and sort of where she is today and what she's looking forward to tomorrow. So to some of you, she is no stranger. Um, she has contributed in this show for years. Um, she is Italian fashion expert based in Lisbon and her name is Francisca Marzilli. Now, Francisca, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. How are you and what are you wearing and who made your clothes? Improving every day. I'm conscious that uh, uh, I've been uh, very lucky, yeah. Amen to that, I can tell you that. I wanna know now, after that all, I wanna know who you're wearing, who made your clothes. I know it's lounge time, I know it's lockdown time. People have sort of lost their element of style and some people wake up in pajamas and go to bed in pajamas, but I know that's not you. What are you wearing and who made your clothes today? Today I'm wearing a dress from my atelier, Francesca Marzilli Atelier, with a, a long sides and uh, made uh, in uh, cotton popelin from the Albini Group. It's that kind of material, to give you an idea, that uh, the more you wash it, and uh, the more comfortable it becomes. I like that, Francisca. Um, are you gonna ask me what I'm wearing or should I go on? You know, it's just me and you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I made my clothes, uh, Francisca, and you know, I'm sitting here um, in the showroom and I've been looking at these clothes and I have a different 
mood every time i see them a different mood is evoked out of me so i don't know and it's not always a good mood <laughs> so what i realize sometimes is the more i can put on the clothes the better it is for me but today i'm wearing a maxi dress it's a beautiful skin um print a snake print maxi um and i'm wearing it with a thermal under because it's about zero degrees right now as i'm speaking to you and I'm wearing it with a military jacket. This was one of my first ever military jackets. I was always fascinated by uh, military style jackets when I grew up and when I grew up into the world of fashion. And I always said I would have like 10 different styles of military jackets. And it's true, I do have quite a variety. So this is me staying warm, being warm, but also being stylish. I feel like waking up out of bed and getting stuck in the same things I went to bed in or getting stuck in stuff that is too loungy for me is not actually inspiring for some people it works for some people it doesn't but anyway i feel like i need to dress up just a little just a little bit more put on some lipstick because it helps me uh, or sort of gives me uh sort of an element makes me feel like i have a purpose it gives me a sense of fulfillment a sense of purpose like there's something i was woken up to do for the day you know <laughs> but yeah but anyway Francis francisca it's really good to have you here and this is a, a show that's been a long time coming guys we've been talking about doing this but what we've also done is we've been mindful not just of ourselves but of uh, the people around us so if francisca is not ready if, if i'm not ready we understand and we just go with the flow until we are ready there's no pressure guys but francisca i want to get back to you now and i want to get straight into stuff Generally, I know that your fashion expertise exposes you to a lot of travel generally. So let's talk about your last travel experience through to learning that you had actually been affected by this virus. It was in a very weird way that we discovered it because uh, we've been invited in Brazil, in Bahia, exactly, um, to a wedding. Uh, where um, some uh, some days later, uh, close to our departure for Europe again, um, some invited people started to to post uh, to post feeds on the Instagram, telling that they were affected and recommending to the other people uh, present in that wedding to go and test. So uh, we were suddenly uh, worried. And um, I have to tell you that when I made the test, I thought I, I was almost sure that I had. Because uh, uh, beyond the, the, the sense of uh, being tired, that is typical of that uh, kind of journey when you have, uh, when you rush from a part to another and uh, you, you deal with a, a timetable so uh, diversified. Uh, I felt very, very weak, and a curious thing that never happened to me before, uh, I lost uh, the taste and the, the smell, so I was suspecting that uh, it happened something weird. Yes, uh, we discovered to be uh, affected by the virus uh, just back from uh, an amazing journey to Brazil. Uh, when we go to Brazil, uh, we used to travel with uh, our customers and um, in particular, these customers of us um, has uh, as shops uh, in, the, in the whole 
nation, in the whole country. So uh, this time, especially, uh, to make this journey to Brazil meant to be, to, to be around the whole Brazil from the Sao Paulo area to the Amazonia region, to Bahia, to the inner side of the great uh, fazendas, and so on. It was uh, amazing. And uh, you know, Liz, I had a kind of uh, feeling of, uh, I would not say last journey, but uh, I was so amazed by everything I saw that um, I was very enthusiastic about this journey, especially, and very grateful. And um, hopefully we will do it again. Uh, I like to think so. People, people deal with these things differently. And, um, and that's just what it is. So it's also good to know, um, you know, how you deal with it, how you feel about it. And like you said, if there's nothing you can do about it, what you can do is maybe change your attitude towards it instead of what it's doing to you or what it is. But I like that, um, Francisca. I want to... I'm curious, did it make a difference positively or negatively that both of you, you and your husband were actually affected? Maybe made you feel like you're not alone and it also maybe gave you hope and a sense of hope fighting the unknown with somebody that is your partner, that is your friend. I mean, I think that um, our relationship uh, changed for better because uh, when you have an accomplice in uh, your adventure, like it was the COVID-19, um, we found uh, each other more united and more linked than before. So I think that uh, it was uh, an experience that uh, changed in better our relationship. For me, your story, and for those who are tuned in, when, when, when I got the message from Francisca that she was diagnosed with COVID, I thought it was me who was i felt like i'm the one who was having a heart attack you know but it's it's crazy when the people who are telling you what's going on with them are almost stronger and it feels like she was the one giving me strength <laughs> but i'm the one who was supposed to be <laughs> giving strength and hope it's 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 interesting but but francisca let's move to um the fact that, you know, with the conversations I've been having with you briefly in and out, you've also shared that this was a life-changing experience. How has this experience changed your life? Possibly I'm too fresh to the experience uh, uh, to say if uh, really uh, it changed my life. But um, I can say that I pay more attention to everyone and uh, the aptitudes and uh, everything is around me. I pay more attention to everything. It's like if, uh, if I have uh, an, uh, an antenna, an antenna going uh, with me. I like that and I know that based on our conversations and also based on something you said earlier, just on this interview also is just your conscience, your consciousness and your awareness has also really increased and, and you know and, and this is just like you said it's something that's still happening so i'm curious to see what really happens it's not one thing and it's not that it happens and stops i feel like you're going through a continuous sort of evolution um and i guess until it's finished only then will we find out the <laughs> the final results but francisca i want to talk about this i mean obviously we know that we are playing in uh 
the creative economy, which has been the hardest hit, including the fashion industry, on every imaginable level. So you can imagine in all ways, production has ceased, retail shops and retailers are closing down, sales have decreased, People don't care about clothes right now, truly, if you ask me. And we have to remember that this is an industry which is still or almost entirely dependent on physical retail, with more than 80% of transactions in the fashion industry still happening in stores. Now we've got social distancing. Now we've got lockdown. Now, so what are your thoughts on the way forward with this? It's very soon to say how much uh, this uh, um, pandemic situation affected the fashion industry. But I can say that here in Portugal, for instance, and also in Italy, as far as I know, uh, the most of uh, garment uh, producer converted their producing lines to make uh, and provide to the market uh, uh, hospitalar clothings. Uh, they are um, uh, the need of the market uh, of this moment and um, and they try to compensate also the loss of the of uh, facturation invoicing and uh, the cash flow in general that is completely stopped since March how how would you say this virus has affected you as a fashion business and how are you picking up what are you doing francisca what's happening in your side of the world uh, as creative uh, um, i follow the line even if uh, i have to admit you that uh, um, for me it's very difficult in in a, in, a, in the first moment to um, to make mine this concept but I, in the end, I decided to add um, a new line of fancy masks to the Charmy Styles collection. And with majority, Francisca, majority of consumers, like I said, are simply not interested in buying clothes right now because obviously the focus is priority. Priority is essential items to survive during the lockdown. On um, an article around why the fashion industry faces an existential crisis during this pandemic, Stephen McIntosh shares his sentiments vividly while bringing up the real issues. So talking about the whole highlighting of the sales are low, what will happen to the existing stock of clothes building up in stores, warehouse, shop, warehouses, shops, and where do you sort of see the future in this world of fashion, Francisco? I think that uh, we still are into the uh, hurricane and uh, it's very soon to see how this uh, adventure will take us as how, how far it will take us but uh, for sure we need to rethink about everything we did uh, so far um, from uh, a production perspective and uh, from a consumer perspective because uh, there is a production and there is a consume now the consume is completely stopped so we need to rethink about uh, everything for sure um, people is more focused on being uh, home um, for sure this is uh, a right uh, attitude to to slow the, the, the the pandemic, but uh, for sure, uh, life goes on. So uh, we need to 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 find a new way. It's a very challenging moment, especially for this.
I think that uh, from a fashion perspective, uh, uh, what makes sense now is uh, to think about um, accessories and homeware and comfortable stuff. People is more uh, focused and uh, forced to stay home. So we have to forget a bit about the social dresses that uh, or gala dresses or ceremony dresses we we have before, especially in summertime. Hoping that for those who are tuned in that you guys are getting something out of this. We are also open. You can tweet us on Fashion Lab AF. You can share your insights as well with us on Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram and Facebook. We want to hear from you. Francisca, I'm really um, enjoying our conversation. I want to find out one other thing that I think is so crucial. And I made a joke. I, I said it like a joke at the beginning of the show. With according to World Meters statistics today, it's 9,388,916 coronavirus cases that have been recorded worldwide, okay? Meaning we still don't know the other half of it. Then we have 480,495 deaths. Again, we still don't know about the other side of it. Anyone else who's died, who maybe have died at home, or we still don't know. Then we've got recovered cases on a hopeful side. I mean, the good thing is there's hope. I'm talking to you and I'm excited about talking to you, for example, because of the fact that you went through this and you came out of this alive. Not just you, but you and Mauro. At least I can say I know two people. So, and then you've got on a hopeful side, 5,076,188. So that's recovered cases alone. With these crazy numbers, what is your advice to the world that's tired of staying in lockdown? The world that is insisting it's time to reopen before we've even had a peak. The world that is tired of wearing masks. The interviewer, seeing somebody in Arizona with all the cases that have spiked in the US, somebody was getting interviewed, some young people in Arizona, and they're not wearing masks. And the interviewee is asking, interviewer is asking, why are you not wearing a mask? And they're like, they just not, in, they just not feel like it. You who's gone through this and who's looking at it and you've seen it before you've seen it, you've been in it and you're out of it, but it's still happening. What's your feedback or what's your advice to the world who's so tired of staying in lockdown? It's difficult to suggest to someone who is very obviously very tired to stay in lockdown uh, to do something. What I, what I can suggest is uh, to think when you when you are struggling home and thinking that uh, you would like to go out and uh, go back to your normal life of before i think that uh, virus is everywhere and um, uh, it doesn't happen just to other people uh, you cannot have uh, symptoms but uh, you can uh, take uh, the virus uh, to your grandmother or to your parents. So think about this and uh, the perspective of losing of your beloved ones, I think uh, should be enough to, to keep staying home, yeah. Thank you so much, Francisca. We are going to roll over uh, to the wine style guide. Um... It's time for your wine style guide. Brought to you by Liz Ogunga Wines. All right, Francisca. Unfortunately, the bad side of the story is <laughs> I have to start with you <laughs> because it's only two of us today. What is your wine style guide today? 
My wine style of today uh, goes to a red Papa Figos. Uh, it's a wine from the Douro and uh, is uh, one of my favorites. It's very cool, Francisca. And I think for me, what I've also realized during the lockdown is that gastronomy has become such a big thing and people are drinking and eating and cooking and experiencing and pairing and the whole gastronomic experience is something that's just on another level. Today, my wine style guide is very simple. I'm going to keep it simple, guys. When you drink your red wine, okay, I'm going to give you two or three in one, okay? First, this is where you hold it. You don't hold it here. So please do not hold hold. So because you can't see me, well, for those who can see this, we'll see it on video. But for those who can't see me, when you hold your goblet, um, there's a long stop, especially for red wine drinkers who want to enjoy their wines. You want your wine to be able to breathe. Um, this is a great way to, you know, serve it. But then again, like I said, don't hold the base, but don't hold the, you've got to hold the stock or the stem. That is how you hold it. The second thing is, and because of the fact that we're in lockdown, is some of these things that now we look at. And I realize that when people are together, because we will be together again, guys, when you're pouring your wine, please pour your wine to a certain level. Today, mine's probably looking a bit full, but it's actually slightly less than half. Uh, it doesn't have to fill the goblet. And the last thing, like I said, this is a three-part. Let's three, throw in the third part. When you fill your glass because you just finished your wine in the glass and you're with people or you've got people around you, it is actually etiquette to make sure that you first pour when you want to do a refill. Pour to everybody. You are always last. The first shall be last, please, in this case. And also just remember that, you know, what you want to do is fill. Do not fill your glass higher. So try and fill it in the same level as you pour it around. That's just, again, wine etiquette, guys. But this is... Our wine style guide brought to you by Lisa. But we are rolling over into the last segment. Uh, a lot of people hear me saying it's my favorite segment. It really is. And here we go. Who would you want to dress? <laughs> yep. Again, Francisca, barrel, bad news, but we start with you. Who would you want to dress and why? Today, I would like to dress uh, a first lady that I miss so much, the Michelle Obama. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Francisca, today I want to dress you. And I want to dress you because I feel like today's show was all about you. And yeah, don't you think the show is about you, about you, about you? Yeah, it's about you. Um, and I want to dress you because you've come out of something so strong and so elegant and still so beautiful and still so whole. I feel like nothing happened to you, which is amazing. Um, it is a source of inspiration to watch you go through this as well. So for me, I want to dress you because you are a beautiful woman. Uh, you are my sister. Guys, we share our birthdays are just a few hours. <laughs> just a few hours behind each other, okay? So we also have a good synergy. We've got a lot in common and I look at you as my sister as well. So I want to dress you today and I want to dress you in this military jacket. You said you like this. So maybe the next time I see you, I could be able to carry one or two of these for you. Just let me know what colors <laughs> you prefer. <laughs> okay, fantastic. That's it. That is it. But, Franci but Francisca, thank you very much for joining us and for sharing with us this. This is a very... um. Uh, 
it's a very sometimes people say exposing conversation but you know thank you for doing it for doing it for knowing that there's people who will listen to it and will probably be inspired thank you darlings for tuning on to fashion lab today um this is the show where we connect with different stakeholders um we do this on a weekly basis in the past world and we're trying to obviously catch up with that but this is where we connect with different stakeholders within the fashion um, industry value chain in Africa and beyond with a vision to develop the business sense of fashion in Africa, one strategy at a time. I hope that through our show, we've actually been able to influence your mindset and bring perhaps some value to you that you may not have thought about. There is hope, but there is one most crucial um, thing is the fact that I believe and I feel that this is a really crucial time for the fashion industry. And I believe that this is the time when we have to come up with strategies and steps to get back stronger or stay sleeping. Choose wisely. That one's up to you. You can definitely also, um, for those who haven't um, really plugged into Fashion Lab, you can tune in to our podcasts on iTunes, on SoundCloud, um, on fashionlabafrica.com as well. Uh, you can also visit our YouTube channel on fashionlabafrica.com. Catch up with our Fashion Lab TV. Um, and keep your tweets coming. Again, we are at Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. We are on Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram and Facebook. And we definitely want to hear from you. If you want to reach out to us, um, if you want to get um, or to become a part of the show or to share with us some insights that we think we may not be touching on or we may have missed, feel free to email us at info at fashionlabafrica.com. Stay safe. We're sharing love and light with you until next week. Peace. So much for joining us. Those who have tuned in, thank you also for tuning in to the Fashion Lab radio show. This is where we connect with different stakeholders within the fashion industry value chain. And we do this in Africa and beyond with a vision to develop that business sense uh, of fashion in Africa one strategy at a time. I hope that through our show, we've been able to influence your mindset, probably brought some value to you, uh, maybe something you may not have thought about. Um, there is hope, but one of the most crucial times for the fashion industry has come up. And I think that this is the time to come up with strategic steps um, to step back stronger uh, or stay sleeping. You guys got to choose wisely. That's really up to you. You can tune into our podcasts on fashionlabafrica.com or iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, you can also visit our YouTube channel on Fashion Lab Africa on YouTube. And you can keep your tweets coming. Again, we are at Fashion Lab AF on Twitter, Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram and Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Anything, any extra news, any extra information, any feedback. Uh, if you really want to contact us, um, contact us on info at fashionlabafrica.com. Otherwise, we just want to share with you some love.